0: Megan and I are so excited to share this behind-the-scenes peek into the making of our Women Who Travel power list. But there's so much more waiting for you in the full article. From film directors to war journalists to wildlife ecologists, these women are reshaping the travel landscape and leaving a lasting impact on the world. Keep listening to hear more about why Megan and myself chose to highlight these 15 fascinating women. And head over to cntraveler.com today to explore the complete list and be inspired by their incredible journeys. And for a limited time, our listeners can unlock everything Traveller has to offer for just $5. Simply use code POD5, that's P-O-D-5, at checkout to access exclusive travel insights, breathtaking destinations, and invaluable tips to fuel your adventurous spirit. All for just $5. And remember, every adventure starts with just one step. Join us in celebrating the power of women in travel. Visit cntraveler.com today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive. Are you driving your car or doing laundry right
1: now? Podcasts go best when they're bundled with another activity. Like Progressive home and auto policies, they're best when they're bundled too. Having these two policies together makes insurance easier and could help you save. Customers who save by switching their home and car insurance to Progressive save nearly $800 on average. Quote a home and car bundle today at Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. National average 12-month savings of $793 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2021 and May 2022. Potential savings will vary.
2: A lot of people spend a lot of money on things like skincare, fast fashion, and even surgery, all in the name of self-improvement. But as the price of perfection rises, when is it time to call it quits? I'm Rima Khreis, host of This Is Uncomfortable, a podcast from Marketplace. This season, we dig deep into the financial trappings of self-care and the real motivations behind our spending choices. Listen to This Is Uncomfortable wherever you get your podcasts. Hey everyone, you're listening to Women Who Travel, a podcast from Kané Nas Traveler that digs deep into the realities of traveling as a woman today and celebrates why we'll never stay home. I'm Meredith Carey and I'm joined once again by my co-host Laleh Ericoglu. Hello. we missed
0: you. Thank you.
2: <laughs> missed you all. <laughs> we're joined today by editors Megan Sporel and Mara Balagtas and this week we're talking about road trips. And the way that Lolly and I thought about this is kind of like a game of Would You Rather. So the very first question that I have for you all is: Would you rather stop a lot? Wait, but when you say why we're we talking about road trips?
0: Oh my gosh! Very okay. important, very arbitrary anniversary <laughs> that I was very <laughs> excited about when I went down an internet hole. Twenty seventh. Anniversary. Of Thelma and Louise. Woo! <laughs> dun, dun, dun. <laughs> Massive.
2: <laughs> the most important anniversary of all anniversaries. I, mean, I do
0: watch it yearly. <laughs> <laughs> it's so good.
2: How can you not? So 27, would you rather stop 27 times or, <laughs> or would you rather go the distance? What do you think, Mara? Our resident roadie.
1: I think I would want to stop because... That's the best way to kind of explore the area. It's like, why would you kind of want to drive straight shot from A to B? If you stop a lot, you can discover more places, find more gems. So definitely stop along the way for me.
2: I'm like a weirdo in that I like the driving part of road trips. And so going to harp on my home state once again. <laughs> but I loved driving for like two weeks through Texas because I could stop a lot. Mm-hmm. But we stopped maybe once or twice a day. And then we would drive for like four hours uninterrupted Mm -hmm. because like the wide open spaces were real and I definitely think it's you know it varies on location if
1: you have the opportunity to drive for four hour distances at a time and then you can stop at some really great place that's definitely an awesome way to do it but
0: you know to Explore an area. It also all depends on the scenery. When you're driving through like the desert in New Mexico, firstly, there's nowhere really to stop. Yes, <laughs> and those
2: historical markers, though, Lala, <laughs> they're
0: they are a true treat. But the whole point of it is to be taking in those like massive landscapes mm-hmm. while you're driving along. Also, disclaimer I can't drive, <laughs> so I'm quite happy <laughs> just cruising for hours. <laughs>
3: I mean, I also think even when you're driving through the desert and there's not that much to see and there's not there aren't many places to stop, it's like the great conversations you get into with whoever's in the car mm-hmm. that only come from having been in nonstop mode for three hours and like actually getting into interesting things or like the podcast you never have time to listen to, you know, totally. Do you
2: guys ever listen to things when you drive? Because I listen to audiobooks, and it's the only time I
0: ever in my entire life listen to audiobooks is when I'm doing a road trip. I listen to podcasts. Yeah. I listen to, actually, I really like listening to Here's the Thing with Alec Baldwin because it's the only time I ever listen to that. Pod- I only <laughs> listen to podcasts when I'm on a long drive and then I decide that because I'm not driving, I can control what we listen to. Um, and I like to listen to lots of British podcasts. So depending on
1: what kind of car I'm driving on a road trip, either A, I won't listen to anything because I want to experience the car and the sounds of it. Or B, I make specific Spotify playlists for every type of road trip I take. So a couple of years ago, my younger brother and I took a road trip up Highway One in California, and we did a California-themed playlist. So it was like Californication, California. Yeah. <laughs> Cal- you know, all of the those theme songs.
3: the OC theme do that every song. Time I go home. <laughs>
1: Red Hot Chili Peppers, you know, yeah. very um, themed playlist for every type of road trip.
3: Also, we should mention that Mara actually knows a lot about cars, like in a real <laughs> way. Yeah, <laughs>
0: I, I mean, I, I feel like we need to go back to the fact that you just mentioned you like to listen to the sound. Of the yes, car. yes. Can you elaborate. <laughs> um, I
1: mean. You know, it depends on what type of car you're driving. If you're driving, say, a Lamborghini Aventador on a long road trip, <laughs> you might want to listen to the sounds the engine's making more than music from the stereo. So Wait, So I'm really
0: intrigued about <laughs> how you ended up. <laughs> <laughs> I have so many questions. So many questions. Um, how you went, Sidebar here. Because driving is like a huge part of your life. Yes. Which a lot of our listeners, well, they may have read some of the pieces that you've written that are mm-hmm. on cntraveler.com, but maybe you could...
2: And also, your job title is? Style editor. Right. Um, so I think off the bat, most people aren't like, yes, Mara has a, like, oh, my God, what is it called? A manual transmission. <laughs> Mara has
0: a <laughs> manual transmission tattoo.
1: over too. here moving in, her in hand yeah, around yeah. like a different gear. <laughs> Can, Can you, you just made a hand
0: gesture that looked
1: quite lewd? <laughs> <laughs> But in fact, she was trying to Ew. imitate driving <laughs> a stick shift. I'm sorry, <laughs> which <I>, does? <laughs> I only Don't worry, drive
2: automatic. I got it. <laughs> there, thanks. Okay, so our style editor has a manual transmission tattoo, so she clearly knows what she's yes, talking about yes. because I can't even tell you what it's called. So, <laughs> yes, answer Lolly's question about how you got how into I this. got
1: into it. I mean, um, I grew up with three brothers, so I kind of always been this kind of, like, car and speed freak. You know, when you grow up, we're always playing, like, racing video games. And, you know, my younger brother is an automotive mechanic, and he follows a lot of car racing that he got me into. And then I started doing autocross, which is kind of, like, technical time trial style driving. So, and then a lot of track days on the racetrack. So, it kind of just... Snowballed um, into one another from this like within our family, and then luckily at Traveler, I was able to kind of cover more of those automotive and motorsports things.
0: And you plan quite a lot of your travel around driving, right? I
1: do. I mean, I travel for a lot of um, motorsports events, car races, motorcycle races, and you know, there's a lot of iconic racetracks scattered all around the world right outside major cities so it's easy to visit a lot of those historical tracks when you're traveling to these different cities I think everywhere you go there's probably a racetrack within a 30 mile radius of where you are which is great
2: I love that (laughs) it just cracks me up (laughs) okay so overall most people are go the distance Mara is 50-50. 50-50. I'm 50-50. Okay. It depends. It, it all depends. depends on what yeah. you need <laughs> to pay. <laughs> it, it, and bladder. I
1: have a tiny bladder, so <laughs> I, I have to stop a
2: lot. Okay, so this kind of goes back to something Lolly was saying, was that it kind of depends on what kind of route you're taking. So this is kind of a insert your favorite road trip here, but would you rather <laughs> do coastal route, mountain route, desert route,
0: unnamed geographical feature route? Hmm. Go. Well... In July, I'm doing a road trip from L.A. to Big Sur and San Francisco, which is the coast. So while I haven't done it, that is my <laughs> choice. And I am trying to figure out where we're going to stop and what we're going to do. So please, listeners, tweet or email <laughs> me your suggestions. I'm very eager to find out what I should do. Or share them in the group yes. responding to this post.
3: <laughs> <Yes>.
2: <laughs> I feel like my dream is to say mountain route but unless I'm sitting in the front seat because of winding roads it's like not my best look Mm -mm. to sit in the back seat of a mountain drive but I really I really like driving like long distances and I think that like the best way to see flyover states and like granted I've only done these road trips in the US but like you will not realize how beautiful like Oklahoma and Iowa and Kansas are until you drive through them and you go into them thinking like, there's going to be a bunch of cornfields or like what, I mean, whatever preconception you have after having flown over these states, that middle of the US road trip, just like up and down in the middle <laughs> is, I just <laughs> think it's like, it's just beautiful in a way that you never thought it was going to be and you are going to do the kind of thing that Mara was talking about where you're going to find things that you, totally didn't plan for and never expected.
3: And it just really surprises you. So the trip that Lale is doing up the coast of California, I did that last summer. And it was incredible. I love coastal routes because there's nothing better than being able to stop and be right next to the ocean and be able to go get in the ocean. And I've done it, and I highly recommend it. its am- You're like, I'm so free. This is a movie. My life's a movie. <laughs> um, you will feel that way. You should do it. Pack a bathing suit and a towel in the car. But it's also so fun to do mountain routes where you can like stop at little towns or like anywhere where there's. I like being able to stop and feel like it's a place that I would never stop otherwise, never see otherwise, like to your point, Meredith. And I think in other countries, it's been more about knowing that I'll pass through random little spots that'll give me glimpses of life that I wouldn't get, you know, doing a more popular route. So
2: I also think that like the United States and Canada in some part are kind of like perfectly designed for the road trip in that. You know, if you're in Germany or in France, you know, you're going to hit a bunch of things back to back to back to back to back Mm -hmm. Um, because like the size of the place that you're driving around is much smaller. In the U.S., like you can drive for hours and not run into anything. Or if you're like on the East Coast or the West Coast or in the South, you can do the same thing where you like hit a bunch of different towns and see all that life and you kind of have the best of of both worlds, personal opinion, <laughs> dropped. I am. I cannot
1: decide. I cannot pick one. I'm very torn because I've done all those types of driving. And I can't pick one. They're all so great, and they, they're all so different. So I mean, it depends if you're driving in the desert. I went to Morocco last year, and we drove through sand dunes. And it was just like the most incredible experience ever. And then coastal driving around the tip of Cape Town is incredible. And then, I mean, I grew up in northern New Jersey and then driving into upstate New York and with all of the foliage in the fall time. It's like all of those things have their own special pieces in each of them. So I definitely cannot pick one.
2: Can you tell everyone, I know that that Morocco drive was not necessarily a road trip. It was a rally, but it was a super technical drive. Can yes. you tell everybody? Because it was an all-female. This Yes. like I, It's, you right, know, we it's talked right up about, our alley here. Yeah. We, <laughs> we talked about this you and I last year Mm -hmm. um, and got a story out of it, which is online and you can read it and it's totally crazy. But (laughs) tell the people what they want (laughs) to (laughs) know.
1: Yeah, so last year I joined the Rally of the Gazelles and it's an all women off-road rally throughout the desert in Morocco. And it's a few hundred women that go and they're teams of two and you can only use a map and compass. To navigate your way. Um, everyone's phones are taken away at the beginning of the race and they don't give them back until the end, which is amazing. And yeah, pretty much for like two weeks, these women are totally badass and they're navigating through the desert with like the bare bones camping out there, sleeping under the stars and it's rough terrain out there. You you're getting flat tires. Your some vehicles had even flipped down sand dunes. Like everyone has been okay, but you know, I think if anyone has ever off-roaded in their life, they know kind of like the technical aspects of driving up sand dunes and you know, there is a risk there, but a lot of these women have never done off-roading before, which is great. And a lot of them that I talked to, they were nurses and school teachers and flight attendants and they were like this is something that I found out about years ago, and that I've always wanted to do. And they were there doing it, and they were just having the, the time of their life.
2: It was an amazing experience. So we had talked about this a couple of weeks ago when we were talking about road trips in general in the office, and one of our colleagues, Betsy, was like, "Oh my gosh, I wouldn't even like think to." You know, learn how to change a tire, or like know that I need to go get my oil change before a road trip. Mm -hmm. I feel like you might be the best person (laughs) to talk to this. But like, what are the things that you need to do to your car before you leave?
1: I mean, I think if you own a car personally, I feel like you kind of know the regular maintenance that needs to happen before a long drive. And it's definitely, you know, the key things are making sure you have an oil change, making sure you know you have new or good tires on your car, you know, learning how to change a tire just in case you get a flat or you having AAA ha- or <laughs> having AAA, make sure your insurance and roadside assistance is on par just in case something happens out there. You know, I mean, it's a funny thing, but, you know, a lot of people don't know how to refill their windshield wiper fluid, but no that's, idea. <laughs> it's None. honestly, it's, you open the hood, there's a little Little flap there, and it says windshield wiper fluid, and you just—it's <laughs> it, labeled. You, you, it's labeled. You buy it from the gas station, and you just pour it in. It's—it's it's as simple as that. It's probably one of the easiest things you could do. But um, you know, it's if if you don't know how to personally do it, you know, make sure that you bring your car to a shop and make sure it's inspected and that all the bells and whistles are perfect before your drive you know it's just it's it's the routine maintenance that you know you just need to be aware of if you're going to be taking a long drive
2: I feel like the one mistake my family always made and still does is like wait too long to get our windshield wipers changed so then you get like stuck in a rainstorm on a road trip and they're like not working (laughs) totally Um, so that is my like my tip to everyone is if you yeah if they think they're getting old switch them out exactly and you know it's it's
1: not a hard thing to do and so simple things. What was your favorite car you've
0: ever driven? <laughs> oh, wow. You're um, going to say a name that I like, I was going well, we to say of the car.
1: Um <laughs> it's this is this is a hard question. I mean, one of my recent favorites has been the McLaren 720S. And what's that like? It's um <laughs> Tell me. How does it so sound? So, <laughs> how does it sound? Um it's it's a supercar. McLaren is a um I'm surprised you don't know, Lolly. They're a British supercar manufacturer. <laughs>
0: I can't drive. Why? I
1: not mean, <laughs> know They're they're from uh, your your area. Mini so. Coopers <laughs> like Mini ends. Coopers. Okay. <laughs> See, I I drive a Mini Cooper, so I mean um yeah, the McLaren 720S, but I mean the Rolls-Royce Dawn, it was their The first convertible that Rolls Royce has ever put out. Also a uh,
0: my people British
1: (laughs) British manufacturer over there. Um, Let's see the Lamborghini Huracan. I mean, I could I could keep (laughs) I I could keep going, but there's there's so many favorites. It's hard to choose just one.
2: And I also feel like your car choice depends on the road trip. Oh, absolutely. You are know, not zipping around in your Mini Cooper everywhere.
1: No, and you're not you're not driving a Lamborghini 720s in, in the <laughs> desert. You might want to be taking, say, a um, a Land Rover.
3: Yeah.
1: You know, so I would
3: d- like to be taking <laughs> a Land Rover.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's a, it all depends. It's all situational. So choose your vehicle wisely for the terrain that you
2: are going to be driving on. Okay, I 100% know where Mara stands on this question. And I 100% (laughs) know where Lolly stands on this question. So you and I are the outliers, Megan. (laughs) Would you rather be the driver or the passenger? Hmm. Lolly?
0: Well, I'm an aspiring driver. <laughs> yes. I keep meaning that I'm going to get you my can, license. You, you can get your license. There, yeah. It's never too late. No, I, uh, recently, I went on the DMV site, and it just made me feel so deeply depressed. That I closed the tab and <laughs> Wait, never went back, go back to on. Wait you the DMV. Yeah, <laughs> me, you've never been there like in person.
1: Oh.
0: <laughs> I think everyone has those general feelings yeah. about the DMV, unfortunately. Um, but every now and then, my father-in-law gives me a driving lesson at their house, and <laughs> I'm going there this weekend, so... Who Hello. knows? Yeah. <laughs> Hope is not lost. Norbert <laughs> Matthias, <laughs> legend, <laughs>
1: might give me another lesson. <laughs> we believe in you to get your driver's license. Um,
2: what are your favorite parts about being a
0: passenger? You can sleep. <laughs> um, you <laughs> are you not supposed <laughs> to. sleep. You, <laughs> gotta, you are the worst passenger <laughs> <laughs> there. No, no I'm no. I'm 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 joking. Um I don't know. You don't have to do anything. It's brilliant. And you can shake pictures out the window. You're in control of the radio. Hey, there's a lot
1: of things that comes with being a
0: good co-pilot. And I do have to man the maps. Yes. Which, uh, you know. Are you
2: like a Google Maps person? What are those? MapQuest? I feel young. Um, (laughs) MapQuest? But what are those? Yeah. I mean, like, or those... Oh my gosh! I'm sorry, More like, a, like an actual
0: book, like <laughs> a, yeah. Like, a, I mean, like an, an atlas. atlas. <laughs> yeah. At home we called it the um, A to Z. I don't no, know what they you called have, it. They have. They
2: have. Oh my god! What? There's a brand, Nick
0: Gregory. You know Gregory? what, guys? This is it's a like low the big point. book that you throw remember, in the back of your yeah. car that your parents always have,
1: and mm, like yeah. just in case of emergency. And you have yeah. to go
0: through the back pages to find the like um, exact coordinates. Like coordinates yeah. Rand McNally. That's what it is. Rand McNally. There we go. There you go. You know what? How much do those learned so many things? things. I'll also um, hold (laughs) the fast food for the driver. um, which I think you have to feed the driver. I was gonna say you have to feed the driver.
1: This and by the way, road trips are the only time that it is okay to eat in the car. Because otherwise (laughs) I am like, no food in
2: the car. No food in the car. I will say that I love driving purely because I am a terrible passenger. Like, I am the person because I fall asleep in all forms of moving transportation <laughs> yeah. without fail. I fall asleep before the airplane takes off, I fall asleep on the train, I fall asleep on boats, I fall, like, I'm out. can relate just to that. Out. Mm-hmm. So if I am not driving and paying attention and, like, using my brain, like, I am out cold in the passenger seat, whether I wanna be or not. So I try to always, I get this from my dad because he is always the one who drives, but I, always try to be the one who drives. And I'm happy to do so because I know that despite my like expert navigation skills, I am quite a terrible passenger.
0: Mm-hmm. I will also say one duty of a passenger is to keep the driver awake on long drives. Yeah, it very is. good at chatting. so. <laughs> <laughs>
3: I think it's very important that you can switch off because I, I agree like it's and it's also fun to drive. I mean, I don't drive cool cars like Mara, but I don't know, you're kind of engaged and I don't know, there's something it just is kind of enjoyable to do, but if you drive the whole time, then you can't do the other fun stuff like pick the podcasts and um mess around and, you know, eat a few more fries than you feed the driver. But I think like my boyfriend doesn't know how to drive and we did that california road trip together and at the end of having driven the whole way i was like you need to get your driver's license <laughs> <laughs> yeah that so. might be how my trip ends <laughs> it's tiring to drive the whole time it is you need a balance you know yeah. you need the freedom to be like okay now i'm napping
1: yeah i def i mean obviously i love to drive and i'm definitely more of the driver than the passenger but i i think you know calling to what you had just talked about, Megan, is you need that kind of fifty-fifty balance, especially you know with a with a co-pilot. No offense, Lale, I know you. <laughs> <Love yeah. taken. laughs> but you've we'll about that. a month to get your driver's license. You, it's have, great. you have time. I believe that you will get a driver's license eventually. So I, I did declare I'd do it
0: before I turned thirty, and time is running out. Well, well, yeah, well you
1: better get on it, girl. But um, no, my boyfriend and I, we both l- love to drive very much, so it's it's a good even split when we do go on road trips together, which is nice.
2: And then, you know, I know we talked about people, you know, getting their own cars together. But I think a lot of times when you fly somewhere, especially when you're going out of the US or if you're flying to California, I mean, there aren't a lot of New Yorkers where we are who like drive to California to then do the Highway 1 (laughs) trip. So when you're renting a car, is there anything specific you should be looking out for or need to know ahead of time? Um,
1: It's important to make sure that, you know, God forbid anything happens, that you kind of understand what you're responsible for and all of that insurance jazz and stuff like that um wherever you're renting from just make sure that you are always having those types of conversations and if you have any questions so never hesitate to ask them and you know checking the car in general to make sure that there is nothing there that you could get charged you could get charged for and you know that if it was already there was damage already on the car that you know it was not from you
2: and I think that you know something that I didn't realize, that I should have realized, is that a lot of credit card companies, especially travel credit cards, offer auto insurance and rental car insurance specifically. So even if you are going to get it through your collision damage waiver, which is what the uh, rental cars always try and sell you, um, You know, double check with your credit card company, double check with your personal auto insurance, which won't cover you. Your personal auto insurance won't cover you outside of the U.S., but check with your credit card company to see if that's something that they cover so that you don't have to spend all of your time reading the five print Mm -hmm. and you can actually get those things out of the way just by asking the question. And the other thing that I, like, wish I had known, because I had it, like, drilled into my head that you cannot rent a car until you're 25, and that is a lie. It is a lie. It is a lie. It is a lie. Let me just tell you that Zipcar will rent a car to you
3: when you were 18. OK, because that's kind of not like your traditional rental Hertz car. we
2: will rent you a car if you're 20. Mm-hmm. Okay, is it just that so you're, do you You just have to um, pay you usually, a lot money? You usually In, have to pay like $25 yeah. a day. And companies like Sixth, which is another, um, you know, normal, traditional, not a zip car, but a regular rental car company has like $10 of daily fees. Mm -hmm. And if you have another driver who's over 25, you can always check and see if they can be the primary driver because then they usually won't charge you as much, but they will rent you a car. It will just be slightly more expensive. I was just like always under the impression, Mm -hmm. naively that I think it might have just been my parents drilling into me that I shouldn't rent a car
0: yeah, that's, I was that's, that's, that's something people save, when they, like, turn right. 25. They're like, now I can rent a I car. A rent car. It's
3: like the only thing you get when you're 25. Um, I feel like it's Meredith, your dad, telling you that Disneyland, or, like, <laughs> you couldn't go to Disneyland until you were seven because he didn't want you to keep asking the oh whole God. time. I Same knew thing. someone
0: whose parents told them that when the ice cream truck played music, it meant it run out of ice cream. <laughs> That That's choice. hilarious. <laughs> that is so
1: sad. Oh, when no. I, it, I was like, file this away. <laughs> that is so sad, but so good.
2: <laughs> it <I> definitely <laughs> feels like it's one of those, For future. those dad lives. Yeah, <laughs> That's so funny. And then, you know, Megan was saying that, you know, Zipcar definitely isn't your traditional rental car service, but there are a ton. Zipcar, get around. You've talked about Turo before. Mm-hmm. Um, that'll rent you a car, but it's someone else's car, right? Yes. Yeah, it's kind of like an airbnb
1: for cars i think that person who rents you the car will meet you and drop their personal car off and uh, you can have access to you know a a whole different fleet of cars versus like your traditional like little Hertz rent cars that are tiny. Your uh, Camrys and your minivans. Yes, your little tiny. Uh, I, I like to call them noisy crickets. When you, <laughs> <laughs> if you've ever seen Men in Black, when they give him the little like tiny gun, and they call mm-hmm. it the, the noisy cricket. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's like the little, the tiniest car that you rent from Hertz. It's like the noisy cricket. <laughs> but um, there's also part of Haggerty Insurance, which is a classic car insurer. They have this new program called. It's it's fairly new called Drive Share. Where you don't actually have to be someone who's insured by Haggerty, but you can access their fleet of classic cars all over the US. So, which is really cool because you could essentially take a Thelma and Louise road trip in a, I believe, is a 1966 Thunderbird. So, you could do that trip.
3: Should
2: we do that trip? We we might have <laughs> we to do <laughs> we that, that trip. do that So trip. We'll <laughs> up. I think we need like some different
0: hair colors. <laughs>
3: I think we can do it. Oh, I'll change the ending like, a little bit. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, 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 so yeah. Let's let's <laughs> definitely. And no we'll,
0: men will be murdered. <laughs> yes, exactly.
1: And maybe we won't rob any banks, but we'll see. Maybe we, I don't. Uh. It's up in the air. We could decide <laughs> yeah. that later.
2: This is a big one. And I kind of have already made my feelings known about this. Um, but would you rather drive in the US or take a road trip outside of the US? Uh, it depends on where I'm driving outside the US. No offense
1: to Lala again, but I do not really like driving on the other side of
0: the road, I think. I mean, I didn't make the decision. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, it's It's confusing
1: to me at times, which is really funny. So anywhere outside of the US where you don't have to drive on the other side of the road is ideal for me. I feel me. like there are some
2: surprising <laughs> countries that actually drive on our side of the road because I'm looking at a map right now, and the amount of countries that drive on your side of the road, Lale, <laughs> um, that's it, many. are actually really, really few. So like most of South America drives on the right side of the road. Most of Africa drives on the right side of the road. It's that southern part of Africa, India, Indonesia, yeah. Japan, Cape Town. They drive on the other side of the road. Which... Australia and the UK. So like mostly, with the exception of like some far. Southeast Asian countries, like mostly former British colonies. Um, But I think that, yeah, like, you know, it always surprises me. You know, I get so nervous. Mm -hmm. I love driving, but my biggest fear is... Taking a right mm-hmm. in, into oncoming traffic—it's just
1: muscle memory. So when totally. you're not
2: used to doing it, you kind of like overthink it, and you're like, "Eh,"
1: like out of your comfort zone. So I mean, it's it's totally normal to feel like uneasy about it. I definitely do when
2: I have to drive on the. I other also side just of road. like I hate people honking at me, so I think it's more of like a performance thing than, <laughs> <laughs> than actual fear. Um, but yeah, I think that I think that's why I would rather drive in the U.S. But granted, I would love to be a passenger on an international road trip. I just would rather drive in the US, because it's something that I know. Mm-hmm. And I also like going really fast. And in Texas, the speed limit's like 90 on the highway, so.
3: Is it actually, or? just like at least 80. 80. I was going to say, it's one of those things in California at 65, and everyone's like, so it's 90, right? It's like, okay, <laughs> no, I mean, it's, like, it's definitely it's like <laughs> at least
2: 80 in some parts of rural Texas. 80 is like a guide, right? It's like, Well, you get 10
3: guide Well, then you have like, yeah. <laughs> that's a crazy speed limit. Sorry, but
2: <laughs> that sounds insane.
1: It's all flat Della and, Della. It's and
3: dry. It's exactly, <laughs> yeah, yeah, right.
2: You'll you'll get some road nice roadkill road and then move on. Um, how about you, Megan?
3: I guess I haven't been the driver on like a long road trip outside the country. I've been a passenger. Um, Where did you guys go? I guess I, it's not like an individual car. It's like, what's a road trip? You know, I feel like I've done... A, a lot what's of, a, road what is trip? a road trip? Um, what does constitute a road trip? Like how <laughs> you know long I mean? do I need to be driving for it to be a road trip? Or do you is, feel like we have to be in a car? You should answer that bus? question very early. Yeah, what <laughs> is a road like, I've done like 40 hour bus trips and stuff like in South America, and I feel like that felt like a road trip. Too. But that
2: feels like point A to point B. I feel like what we've been mm-hmm. talking about this whole time, which is kind of like the, the crux of it being a road trip, is that you have the flexibility mm-hmm. to stop as many right. times or as few times as you want on a bus, you're pretty much or it's on like, the yeah, You have to be in charge of you your
3: own in charge Your vehicle. own journey. Your own destiny. I would say, okay, so the one time that I was at the wheel in another country was in in Brazil, and they gave me a manual car, and I don't drive manual. And the guy saw me doing it and let me go, and that made me (laughs) decide. I kind of was like, so we're both cool, so you won't like, you're not mad about this, so you obviously won't charge me? Great. Um, But it was horrifying, and I was like, I don't know if I'm going to drive outside the country again. (laughs) It is truly. And Sebastian Modak,
2: who is on our other podcast, Travel Log a Lot, and is one of our coworkers, we talk about this a lot, that it is our, like, Greatest shame that we don't know how to drive. Seth has checked. nightmares
0: about it. No, it truly really, like
2: <laughs> it is why I will never be on the Amazing Race. Like that is it. Ooh. That is the only reason why I will never be chosen. The only reason. Yeah, I think so. Because, because they always they, make you drive a stick car. There is always a challenge. Mara's sure, like, Are they, they do only it? give me like a manual car. And it, it is, I'm like, unless I find someone to go with me. You and like, I don't t- think I have a, I mean, Mara, I think you're pretty much like, like my only friend <laughs> who drives manual.
3: you. <laughs> See, this, yeah. is, this is the thing. You can get it to go. If it stalls, you just turn it off and you restart it. Like, it ruins the car, but not your car. <laughs> oh, well, That's Not, that that is bad is bad not. Bad advice. Don't listen. <laughs>
0: um, I would like to add that in the UK, you have to learn on a manual. Yeah. I um, wish. I didn't have to and now take And so I'm probably <laughs> learn here and do that lazy American way. <laughs> <laughs>
2: um, Laleh? Hmm? What road trip would you rather take? US or
0: Oh, I don't know. I mean, for me, a road trip in America is such a novelty still, so I'm kind of coming at it from a different angle. You know, I have done lots of long drives in Scotland and a little bit in Europe, but for me, like, there's something very enchanting about doing it in America and I think that's the same for a lot of Brits. I didn't have a lot of friends that have come and done trips here, you know, through, through the South or along California. So it's definitely something that people come to the U.S. to travel for specifically. So for me, it is the U.S. at the moment, but that's because it feels more foreign to me, totally. more exciting.
2: Um, can we just go around really fast and say, Mara, you're going to have a real hard time with this. Favorite road trip period that you have ever taken full stop? Noodle it over for a second. I have a favorite road trip thus far. Oh my gosh, that was so much easier than I thought it
1: was going to be. I have two. So, one of them was I did a road trip um, in South Africa and we pretty much did a whole day of driving, you know, along the coast of Cape Town. And um, that was an amazing trip just because you're coming in and out of the mountains, you're changing a lot of elevation. It's so cool to see the mountain ranges in contrast to like the coastline. And it's the most magnificent drive. And then um, another one that I had done was from Italy to England. Ooh. Yeah. And it was like a week long road trip. We ended up at the Goodwood Festival of Speed. So it was a road <laughs> trip to see more cars, which was amazing. But yeah, it, it was cool driving from, you know, Italy to kind of Switzerland and France and England. And I think that's what's so great about Europe is because. You can drive for a week, and you know you can hit four countries, which is really cool.
0: Um, it wasn't a very long road trip; it was driving throughout a day, but through New Mexico. I mean, it looks like Mars there. Um, it's just incredible. I just, uh, I love it. Um, so definitely that.
3: Okay, I have two as well. The coast of California is. I, I know that everyone knows it's a great road trip, but it just really is, and I think it's one of those that you can do multiple times and feel like you're finding new things or you're able to feel familiar with a tiny town on a cliff somewhere. Um, but I love if you go north from San Francisco and you go towards Oregon and you go up to the Redwoods. And I think, to me, I feel like when I did that route, rather than going south home to LA, where I'm from, there are these dramatic Redwoods that go all the way up to the ocean and then this wild sea. And it just feels so, it's so intense. I think it's probably similar to the Oregon coast, where I haven't been. but it. It, it's so incredible and you don't see other people and you go through really small sleepy towns and that makes it feel like the secret that you found, even though it's definitely not. and um, yeah, I think so many people don't go north from San Francisco. so that's a favorite and then I, this is a little different but you know if you okay, we're not counting a bus as a road trip, but in Peru, they have these little vans called combis and they're like they are a normal like kind of a normal van, but you just have more people in it and from lima you can go for a day to the like highlands and see highland culture like you would see in cusco or somewhere and you can take these little buses like you take maybe like four different ones to get there but it's really cool cuz you are stopping in these tiny little towns and seeing markets and i thought that was so amazing that like without having to drive on scary cliff roads i could see somewhere so different like a couple hours outside that city
2: My two, also, because I'm cheating. Um, (laughs) We all are. So my first one is my favorite road trip ever as a passenger. And it was kind of the opposite of the first road trip that you were talking about, Megan, which is when I was a kid, my parents took my brother and I from Portland south to San Francisco and did Portland as a city, and then did all all the national parks that you get going down through there that are mostly Redwoods. Did Mount Hood. Did I mean, just kind of like hit in a zigzaggy pattern All of these amazing features of nature that are so different from one another. And that was really special. And also, like, some of my fondest memories are fighting over which, you know, who got the back row of the (laughs) suburban with my brother. Um, And so I think that's really, in my mind, like a really special time. And then my favorite as a driver was that Texas road trip. My best friend and I took, just the two of us, and did a full circle around the state of Texas. Mm -hmm. And we took two weeks and stopped in like six major cities, spent three days in each one. And before I moved to New York, it was just, again, like a really awesome way to see somewhere that I knew, but in a totally different way. And I want to do it like again and again and again. Because like you were saying, you know, you see something different every time.
3: Well, and I think with road trips, the point you're making is when you're at kind of a turning point in life and you have an extended period of time and you feel like you can do a two week road trip or something and it doesn't feel like, oh, but I could go so much further with that time. like. I feel like I've also done like when I'm moving and you kind of have a break or between jobs or something where you're able to like do a slow road trip and something is so special about that and you like have the time in the car to really reflect. And I feel like those are so impactful. Like I, whenever someone is, has a month before they move someone like go on a road trip, you have to go on a road trip. You know, I think it's such a sentimental value there.
0: I have a question for everyone, very important. What is your favorite? junk food place to stuff at. Yes. Yes. yes, yes, yes.
2: I have two things that I always get. A Root 44, which is 44 ounces. What? <laughs> of Dr. Pepper at Sonic and mozzarella sticks. <laughs> That's obscene. it's mean, that <laughs> larger than your face. <laughs> it is so bad if you, like Mara and like me, have to pee all the time. I was going to say you would have to stop further. But skin. you only have to get one drink for your entire day's <laughs> worth of driving.
0: But yes, mozzarella sticks,
2: Route 44, Dr. Pepper.
0: Wait, where's this Route 44, Ooh. Dr. Pepper from? Sonic. It's from Sonic. Sonic okay. Drive In. All right. The oh, ultimate. You said it, I'm sorry
3: drive-in. <laughs> okay, well, I think it obviously depends where you are, but California, in and out you can't have it for three meals a day. Yes, you can. It's <laughs> totally fine. No one will judge you. You will feel fine after. I mean, that's you not, won't. That's but not true. <laughs> you won't, but whatever. You'll convince yourself you feel fine. Um, it's funny. Someone, we actually put this question up in the group before, or like We asked about questions for road trips in our Women Who Travel Facebook group before this. And I made a joke about Taco Bell because I think a Crunchwrap Supreme is the key to life. And Sharon actually was saying, you know, try to avoid chain restaurants. And she actually brought up a great tip of like looking at reviews wherever you are. And I will say on the drive from Los Angeles to San Francisco, if you take the five, this is very specific, but shout out to this restaurant. Kettleman City is where everyone stops at In-N-Out. And once we were like, we're just, we're not doing it. We're going to go somewhere else. We looked at on TripAdvisor, and there was a taco stand inland, about three minutes, that had thousands of five-star reviews. You should go there. It's amazing. <laughs> there is another option in and out even though you could probably just get both.
0: There's actually, I feel like, Megan, you might know it. Um, there is a fish taco place in I'm Malibu. Listening on the side of the Pacific Highway that I can never remember the name of. I was going to say, there, there are a couple. It's, it's red, and it has a little parking lot with some tables and chairs that you can sit on, and it's so, I love it. I go, every time I go to LA, it's so great. Um, My mouth is watering. Yeah, it's, it's it's a really wonderful place. And then also Wendy's for the spicy chicken sandwich. And the Frosties. And the Frosties. Mm. Oh, man.
2: Gotta get that little keychain. Gets you a little mini Frosty every time. Oh, is really? It? Oh, yeah.
3: Oh, I didn't know. That's a little <laughs> little tip there. <laughs> I did not know that. Okay, wait. Going back to Lolly's question. Is it Malibu Seafood Fresh Fish Market? Do you have a picture? Well, there's a lot of red. <laughs> yes, I think it is that. <laughs> okay, yeah. that's like the one spot that everyone loves. I think and so, talks yeah. About. I feel like when you're in L.A. too, there are so many beautiful beaches you can go to in Malibu like for the day, and that's the spot where everyone's like, Come back after your sunburn. You're covered in sand and get a fish taco. Good choice.
2: What's your? F- I mean, I know that you don't like eating in the car, but what's your? <laughs> I do. But okay. So whenever. I'm in Europe and I'm
1: driving. The gas stations there are really great and they actually serve pretty good food at the gas station. As opposed to <laughs> <there> <laughs> a lot of
2: American <laughs> gas stations. Yes, so I, I just
1: they're was,
0: actually quite nice and have the food quality is very good in Europe. In but contrast, stations, I just want to add that I went to a gas station um, off the... Like somewhere off i-95 and there was a sign that said to please wear shoes and a shirt when you
3: walked in that's that's not like, that's like not e- weird though that yes people need to be reminded everywhere Yes, yes. Yeah. everywhere especially um, on a road trip gets hot in the car you know people do what they do go take those shoes off <laughs> Oh, my gosh. You're not, <laughs> on a, you're not on a
2: plane, though. So really, in the scheme of things, it's better for you to take your shoes off in the car than it is on a plane.
1: Yes, but don't forget to put them back on before you go into <laughs> the gas station to use the bathroom.
2: Also, Ugh. your poor
3: feet. Yes. That floor. um But <laughs>
1: go-to snacks or food, I think. Um, 7-Eleven Slurpees. Oh, uh, yes. And barbecue Frito twists. What? Ooh. Come on, you guys! That's, that's, if that's you haven't
3: ha- if you haven't had them, you have to try them because <laughs> they're they're a go-to. Okay, if we're talking chips, obviously Ruffles, sour cream and cheddar every time, full bag. <laughs>
2: no. I feel like Megan has a lot of thoughts. <laughs> I mean, I could keep going. Should <laughs> I? If just... you would like to personally request her ranking of best uh, road trip food, feel free to tweet <laughs> her because I'm sure she has it like written away already. She's got a Google Doc yeah. somewhere. Yeah. She
3: could just. Oh, it's share it's all stored up here <laughs>
2: <laughs> awesome well Lale where can people find you to follow your California road trip uh, you can find me at
1: Lali Hannah on Instagram and Mara you can find me at Marafili M-A-R-A-F-I-L-I on Instagram and Twitter
3: um, you can find me at Spirelli S-P-U-R-R-E-L-L-Y
2: I'm at Oh Hey There, Mare. Thank you, everybody, for joining us. You can read all about Mara's trip and a bunch of other road trips that we've taken on cntraveler.com, and you can find us on the internet at cntraveler or at Traveler on, like, all the social medias. See y'all next week.